You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Skitball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Hey, good morning. Welcome into a Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904. If you want to get in on the show with us this morning, the Twitter account at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email address for the show, Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone, and you can take us with you any where you go. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. The honeydew list is growing. And when you want to build it, you want to build it right against rot, fungal decay. Yellowwood is the only answer, Aiden Dollars. Go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer closest to you. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, you don't want it. This morning's show at uh, 7.30, Coach Porter Mosier, a good friend of Dad and I's, is the head basketball coach for the University of Oklahoma, and they will take on the Crimson Tide tomorrow in Norman at 1 o'clock. So we'll visit uh, with Coach Mosier at 7.30. We'll have Hill War with us at 8 o'clock. She's out at Tuscaloosa Academy. Hill's a great girl out there that uh, plays multiple sports out there. Look forward to visiting with Hill. At 8.15, Coach Sonny Smith will join us. We'll break down all things NASCAR, SEC, and maybe have Sonny tell a joke this morning. No Joe Gaither this morning. We got Aiden Dollins behind the glass. Aiden, your barber die. We got to get Aiden a haircut. That hair is going to I'm just trying to grow it out. I don't want to see him. You don't want to see him. You don't want to see him. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? I'm doing okay. For all of you people who have followed basketball all over your life, like I have, uh, you'll want to learn that Billy Packer, passed away yesterday or did it before. Uh, his sons had a lot of great things to say about him. He was a terrific announcer. Um, he was very opinionated. Uh, he called 34 Final Fours. Uh, he called the game I was attending. He, he, he worked with Dick, Dick Enberg, and uh, Alan McGuire came along with him. Alan didn't talk so much about basketball, but he was funny, and he did. He talked different about basketball. Uh, the Magic Johnson Larry Bird game. I saw that game, in which Magic now beat Larry Bird. It was a player on the Indiana State team that I had re- recruited. I can't even think of his name. It came and visited our campus. Uh, I need to look at it, but I didn't do it. But Billy was uh, uh, what basketball is all about years ago to call 34 national championship games and to be the kind of guy that he was. He, he didn't take any crap off anybody. He did a great job. And so sorry to. See that he passed away. He had a great family. His wife has previously passed away. I don't know how many years ago, but uh, sure hate that. Um, I I don't know. Maybe UCLA is is better than I think. Barry thinks they are. I think I, they they were awful last night. Uh, USC beat them seventy seven sixty four. They're they're just they're not the to me they're they're good defensively, but they're not the UCLA of of even this guy's past uh, when they played Alabama and Alabama, they beat Alabama two or something. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I guess you can have a bad game. I've had a, several myself. Um, 
let's see, uh, North Alabama won. They had a, they had a good win. UAB won. UAB uh, had a good win against Louisiana Tech. Uh, North Alabama beat Jacksonville. And um, Purdue uh, got by Michigan at Michigan, which was a, a big win for them. And uh, I'm not going to give all these scores, but I thought the UCLA score was important. Arizona goes up to Washington State, gets by uh, five points. They beat Washington State at Washington State, which is hard to do. These are people that are going to be NCAA bound. Um, as Barry mentioned, we're going to have Porter on, who who uh, worked with us some for for a while out, I guess three years or so, if I can't even remember, at uh, Little Rock. And uh, we'll talk to him about college basketball as a whole and about his team to some degree. Um, I, think, I think that's uh, enough said, but uh, I will mention Billy Packer again in the second hour for people that don't listen the first hour, because he was certainly, a, if you're a basketball wizard, uh, you like it. He liked, he liked Billy Packer. Uh, he was better than some that we think are good now. That's it. All right. Uh, the Henry Rudd's preliminary hearing is delayed again. Uh, this thing, these things take so long, uh, they keep pushing it back. I guess this wreck happened on November 2nd, 2021. I think they were supposed to have uh, the preliminary hearing this week. Now it's been moved until March 22nd. So there's some, I don't know, some lawyering going on in, in this situation. He is basically, I had a guy uh, that's over security at Alabama. Tell me that Henry's basically has to. He can leave his house twice a week, I think, and I don't know for how long. But uh, somebody, somebody passed away in that wreck, didn't they? Yes, the girl did get killed in the wreck. Uh, but so it's been, it's been delayed again. So I, just, that's you know, and you still got not to bring it, but Darius Miles and those guys. Those stories kind of just go away. And those guys are still sitting in jail there and. I don't know what when that case will come up. That's what would worry you if you were, um, you know, any of those people. It just takes forever to get yeah. these cases. We, uh, we might want to mention, and I fi- I'm sorry I failed to do it, uh, even though Porter's coming on the the schedule of, and I'm not, I, I think I'd like to repick my teams. Auburn plays West Virginia at uh, 11 o'clock. Eleven o'clock. I think I think West Virginia wins it. Texas Tech is at LSU at one o'clock, and I, I don't know what Barry thinks, but I think Texas Tech wins that one. Even though LSU is Texas Tech's better than people think. I think Alabama beat Oklahoma. Iowa State, Missouri should be a good game there. I have no idea. I'd say Missouri because they're at home. TCU, Clarbury, Mississippi State. Uh, Arkansas get beat by Baylor. South Carolina, Georgia, not not in it. Uh, Texas and Tennessee, I'd say Tennessee at home. Aiden. Florida, Kansas State. Um, I'd say K-State, Ole Miss, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State. Kansas to Kentucky, I'd say, I don't know. I'd say, no, I'd say Kentucky. Uh, why do you say Texas Tech? Why is Texas Tech so da- down? They haven't won a conference game. Well, they haven't. Mm-mm. 
I don't know. I thought they had played a little bit better here late in this reading. I gave them. Said, said that. Well, I, I when that I watched them in Maui, I thought they. I don't know if they'd yeah. gotten some guys hurt. They're zero and eight in the league. Gee uh, whiz! They are, have gone down. I had no idea. I still stay with them anyway. LSU's bad. Yeah, zero and eight in the league. Um, Auburn. I don't know. Auburn was like kind of like a fraud to me. I don't know how good Auburn is. Well, Auburn weren't very good. Yeah. All right, get to the Yellowwood hotline. Bring Bryce in the show. Good morning, Bryce. What did I say about Callum Moore yesterday when I talked to you? Did I say anything about wanting him to be the uh, offensive coordinator? I said I was intrigued by him, sir. What does that mean? <laughs> I think I think he's a very impressive guy. He's done good since he's been there. But as far as him uh, being the defense, offensive coordinator, I didn't say that, but you're, Whoa, you're no, 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 no. You're intrigued about him coming to Alabama is what you said. No, sir, I did not say that, sir. Well, but anyway, we're going to something better. I just want I to mean, clear that up. Bryce, there's a lot of offensive coordinators out there that are intriguing. That's what we were talking about, who was Alabama going to hire right. offensive coordinator, and you said Kellen Moore. You called in and talked about Kellen Moore, so the assumption would be – I said you I was talk- intrigued by him, sir. Oh, okay. But uh, – just like when you talk to your dad, when your dad says something, you get on to him. You try to manipulate him and make fun of his Texans and stuff. But, uh, hey, you need to leave your daddy alone now. He, he admitted he doesn't use punctuation when hey, he texts. Hey, I, I, don't, I don't neither, and I admit it too. You know, hey, the older generation. I was just stating a fact. Well, yeah, but your dad's a good guy, man, just like <laughs> Billy Packard. <laughs> no, he's you know? a good guy. Yeah, Billy Packer, that's my dad would say he was a good one. Billy Packer was I thought a lot of Billy him. Packer was great. Great. Yeah, he made it he made it fun to listen and watch basketball. Yeah. He he knew how to do that, but uh nothing new on the home front, huh? No. Well uh I guess we'll find out like we said when he wants us to know. Yeah. Well, but, they're, uh, they're probably trying to this is me guessing. With Jeremy, if he's going to get a show calls, will they say, okay, he hasn't coached for two years, so we're going to give him three, so he's already served two of his three. I think they want to know what they're dealing with. If they say, oh, it's one year and he can't recruit or whatever, or they're going to give him time served or whatever. I don't, Everybody thinks it's a great, great hire. I'm, I'm just okay with it. So if it happens. Well, Cowboy told a, a great story yesterday on uh, on Gary's show about Coach Bryant, you know. Yeah. And uh, I, was ho- I, I was hoping he would say something on your show, but maybe he will. But, uh, yeah, uh, I just uh, wanted to clear that up. But, hey, I'm intrigued by a lot of people. But, uh, hey, he ain't going to ask me or you. He might ask your dad, but he ain't going to ask us. Yeah. Thank you, Bryce. All right. Uh, I don't know, Dad. When do you think he's – you think he's waiting to get the ruling from the NCAA on Jeremy, or is there? I something? do. Yeah, I do. How about the offensive coordinator? What's what's he thinking there? I think he's in, I think he's involved with it. He's probably it's down probably pretty close, but he wants to wait till. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't name both of them at the same time. Yeah. Do it in uh, one shot. Uh, but I don't know that. Yeah. He he gets awfully tired of the media and and the questions and so forth and 
you know, look at as to what he'd done, hadn't done, why they hadn't, you know. So if he can do it one whack, he better off. And I don't know if that's going to happen. He may do it separate. I don't know. i just guessing on that. Yeah. All right, we'll take the break. We'll open up the phone lines, 205-342-9904. Royal Cleaners, they want to make life easy for you. They'll come right to you, Aiden, pick up all the cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back, and that's service with a smile. If you want to drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, Northport, or 4851 Rice Mine Road, give them a call today for all your cleaning needs, 205 391 Zero zero three four. You're just the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 <laughs> traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, yeah, we got a wreck on US 11 northbound at Hagler Coling Road with minor delays. We got lane blockage on 69 between Union Chapel and Charlie Shirley Road by some heavy equipment. You can expect delays. Business is so good at Townsend Nissan, they need your help in sales and service. Go see BJ or Kylan at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. This is Mary Kay, and this is the Town Square Media Newsroom. The city of Tuscaloosa is holding a collection drive to assist the people impacted by the January 12th tornado in Selma. Donations will be collected until February 3rd. Citizens are asked to drop off items to any Tuscaloosa fire rescue station. And on February 14th, there will be an election for Tuscaloosa County and Northport voters. The decision? If they should approve a property tax millage increase to give more money to county schools. In a collision, easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation between the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services. Two tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high 59. Sunday, wet weather is back, cloudy with periods of rain, the high 58. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 28 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood pressure treated pine. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer close to you. All right, Sunday, Dad, I do think the I'm not a big NFL guy, but I do love the playoffs. Um, yeah, when you get the too. good teams playing the good teams, the quarterback plays always intriguing. This first matchup, uh, Purdy. Is a third string guy. He was the last pick of the draft. He's starting. Their defense is terrific for the 49ers. They got to travel to Philadelphia to play Jalen Hurts, who's up for the MVP of the NFL. There's a lot of people around here that said Jalen couldn't play and would never be an NFL quarterback. And good thing he doesn't listen to people. Uh, just your thoughts about the 49ers. Great defense. Uh, they got a good running game. Going on to take the Eagles, the Eagles are two and a half point favorite. Yeah, I think it's uh, be a tough game for the Eagles. They're good. They went through a little bit, a little drop there, but uh, you know, I, I guess you just have to take the home team. Eagle fans will be there to some to some degree. It has a little bit of advantage being a home team in football. I think. Um, so I would say, I don't, I don't know. You know. 
whatever two and a half point favorite. I I I have to say the Eagles. I know more about them than than, than I do, and I, I'm like you. I enjoy the NFL playoff time, and uh, these guys do a good job at announcing. It. They do a good job of, of really knowing, not talking too much, but giving giving you a chance to to listen. So I, I would say. If I had put my back in the water, I'd probably take the Eagles, and I'm not even sure about that, but that's what I'd do. I think you like the the other team. uh, I don't know. That's what makes it so intriguing. I think D'Amico Ryans has got a great defense out there, and a lot of people love following him. When was he he at Alabama? (laughs) Google that. When was D'Amico Ryans playing at Alabama? I've got – but I love Hurts. I don't know about Hurts's injury there. Demico Browns was here when uh, uh, he was uh, he was an All American and SEC Player of the Year in two thousand five. I think that was his last year of college. Okay, and I know he did play for the Texans, correct? Yeah, two thousand six to two thousand eleven. Yeah. All right, uh, Aiden. What do you see in this Forty ers Eagles game? Who wins this game? You're an NFL guru. It's a coin flip, but I feel like the Eagles are just. They're a little too much, maybe. I think they're more than the 49ers have seen all year, just in the weapons that they have and the physicality of the team. They match up with the 49ers really well, and it's a coin toss, but I have to lead towards the, Engle, the, lean towards the Eagles in this one. Yeah, that's yeah a, you've been copied off my paper. Yeah, uh, A.J. Brown, Smith, Smitty. Uh, they got Jalen Hurts some nice weapons, and Jalen Hurts is a dog, and that's a compliment. Uh, so I'm, I'm pulling for the Eagles. But we'll see. The, the next game on CBS, 530, maybe the two best quarterbacks right now in the NFL. Joe Burrow uh, will take on the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes. He has the high ankle sprain. He's elusive. Uh, the line is one, so that's basically a pick em game. What do you see with the Bengals, the Bungles, and the Chiefs there, Dad? You know, it's hard to go against Against Mahomes, it's hard to go against him. Joe Brady's played so darn well. Burrow, Burrow. Huh? Joe Burrow, Burrow, yeah. Burrow's played so well. Um, I bought, I'll, I'll stay with the home team. All right, so you're going with the Chiefs, uh, Aiden Chiefs, and the Bengals. Uh, Chiefs are zero and three against Burrow, and it hasn't mattered if they were home or away. It's hard to oh, pick have, against Burrow are. in that case, in my opinion. I think they're the more complete team this year. The the Bengals are the Bungles. The single Cincinnati is. Yeah, I, I I'd lean Cincinnati, but again, I think it's going to be a very close, extremely competitive game. We got the best four teams we could in the championship. Yeah. Supposed to be. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's normally not like that, but uh, the the four best teams. Are in there, and I think that's going to make for a great weekend. And then is that thing tomorrow or Sunday? It's on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Okay. And then they take a week off, and you have to hear Super Bowl soup. So either way, it doesn't matter whichever teams win. You're going to have a great Super Bowl uh, or great two great teams. I don't know if it'll be a great game, but uh, should be an interesting. Super Bowl uh, there. Then everything will turn its attention after that to the NFL draft. Uh, now what kind of NFL player do you expect Bryce Young to be? What kind of player? I mean, do you think he's going to be a one of these elite guys that we're talking about now? The 
a different style. He, he doesn't. Yeah, I think, I think he he has an gets an offensive line with him. He's going to be terrific. I don't think he's. I think he's a very elusive runner, but he's also of a build. A build strength wise, I'm sure he's a lot strong, stronger now than he was. When he got to Alabama. That uh, uh, I don't know about his height, but his but uh, and I don't know that it's a gamble. I don't, I don't know. I, I think he's going to be very, very good, but I'm a little bit prejudiced. Uh, about the time you think things are, are in a mess, he, he unmesses them uh, with his play. So um, I would say he's going to be picked high. I just, I just A lot of telephone calls to coach behind the scenes. If you can think of how much his phone rings. Uh, a lot of talk uh, to the quarterback coach who's going to, to – uh, uh, New England, who feels like that he's a such a great competitor mentally, that he's so sharp mentally that that um, and they're not going to get him, but take him. But there'll be a lot of questions. Not not, not as many now since he's going to the Patriots, probably. But um, I think I think they care a lot about each other, and I think I think Jones is excited that he's coming to. The offense coordinator is coming there, so he could give you a better insight than anybody. And he, but there's a lot of love for him there. I don't know whether he. I, I don't know what he really thinks. Yeah, I saw a mock draft out yesterday, and they actually had C.J. Stroud going ahead of him, uh, number two, and then uh, Bryce Young going forward to the Colts. I don't know the Colts quarterback situation. I, I'm like you. I, I mean, he's such a great kid. You want him. To do really well, um, you know, I don't know if he could take the pounding. Maybe you can't hit him. I would be worried a little bit about his. I don't know that he's overly fast, but he is elusive in his size a little bit. But uh, those guys will. I mean, he's not going to throw at the combine, so we'll, we'll just have to see. I think his character will carry him a lot of way, long way, and he's got a ton of ton of character there. So. Um, Will Anderson, I guess, Aiden, what's your thoughts about Bryce Young in the NFL? I think he's going to be an excellent player. I think he's going to remind us a lot of uh, vintage Russell Wilson, maybe use his legs a little bit less to run downfield than Russ did when he was younger. Um, got a lot of gunslinger in him, but he doesn't like to turn the ball over. It's a weird combination, but I think it can be very successful in the right situation. He needs to go somewhere with an offensive line, though. Hey, he's got a smaller frame, and I'd hate to see him get beat up too badly in the early part of his oh, yeah. career. I think everybody needs an offensive line. All right, we're going to get to break here. Porter, just uh, washer and dryers included. Stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops, all energy electric efficient appliances right there. The internet and direct TV are provided right there. There's a couple hundred dollar savings for you per month. Ten-foot ceilings, large patios with upper-level river views, easy access to the river walk. The property is gated with security cameras, like I said, in the historic district of downtown Northport, two minutes from downtown Tuscaloosa, five to the University of Alabama. Give them a call today, 205-657-7465. Tell them you heard on Inside the Locker Room and get one month free rent. You list the tide 100.9 and home of Alabama sports. Is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. 
Former Alabama wide receiver Keith Pugh reflects on Coach Bryant on the 40th anniversary of his passing. Alabama softball players Montana Fouts and Faith Hensley have made USA Softball's Player of the Year Top 50 watch list. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on US 11 northbound at Hagler Coling Road with minor delays. We got lane blockage on 69 between Union Chapel and Charlie Shirley Road by some heavy equipment. You can expect delays. Business is so good at Townsend Nissan, they need your help in sales and service. Go see BJ or Kylan at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Jackson Hewitt guarantees your biggest tax refund, plus a chance to double your refund with the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. No purchase necessary. U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal return ends April 2. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high 59. Sunday, wet weather is back, cloudy with periods of rain, the high 58. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 28 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Alabama Crimson Tide lives right here. Down to the pylon. Touchdown, Alabama. On Tide 100.9. When I was a child, my family would travel Down to western Kentucky, where my parents were born And there's a backwards old town that's often remembered So many times oh, <coughs> Welcome back to the Inside the Locker Room Yellow with Pressure Tree Pine Are we playing Dad's music today, Aiden? Is that for him? Who is that? That man, John Prine. Oh my gosh! I so love every John time Prine, he talks man. about John great. Every time he talks about somebody he likes music-wise, you guys play it. Nobody's ever even heard of these people. John Prime is great. He, said, away. he said he loved John Prime, but he didn't even know he passed away. All right, no, let's, let's get to the Yellowwood Hotline. We're very fortunate uh, to get the head basketball coach from the University of Oklahoma, Porter Mosier. Porter's. A great friend of Dad and I's. He was the head coach at uh, Arkansas Little Rock. He was at Illinois State. He was at uh, Loyola Chicago. Took those guys to the Final Four with Sister Jean, and now he is the head coach at Oklahoma. Takes on the Crimson Tide tomorrow uh, at 1 o'clock. You got an easy draw there, Porter, uh, taking on Alabama. Good morning. How you doing, buddy? Morning, Porter. What's up? What's up, guys? I mean, can I get a better walk-up song than that one? Yeah, that's I mean, awful, yeah. isn't it, Porter? I, was, I thought I mean, he was I'm going... ready for this good walk-up song. John, like, Prime, you know, John Prime is a good. He, John Prime is so is so bad. He's good. Aiden, when we get Porter out, at least play the Oklahoma fight. He's song. so bad. He's good. I told you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're making your listeners fall asleep before they talk to me. Come yeah, on. exactly. Right. Okay. Go ahead. No, now. great to talk to you guys. Well, I appreciate Porter being. I appreciate him being on. He did a great job for me. We 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 worked. I don't like to say it, he. We worked together. We didn't. I didn't. He didn't work for me. We just tried to work together and win some games. Won some. And he took over after I left. I'm fortunate enough to get that and moved on and had a great career and continues to have one. Um, Oklahoma team is is you know they beat Florida out of our league and beat West Virginia. Um, you know, struggle up and down a little bit. Sheffield kids are not sure. Surefield, I guess it is. Sure, I guess I pronounced it a little bit wrong. Is a good player for him. 
and Porter's an excellent basketball coach. I appreciate him taking time to be on. Um, I guess you want to tell our listeners about the difference in college coaching now compared to what you what what it was when we got together. <laughs> oh man, I don't know how much time we got. Um, but uh, I will say this about you, Coach. You know, working for Coach and your listeners, I, I have a story that, that that really has impacted my career on how I treat people like and work my assistants. But I remember you picking me up from the airport one time on my interview, and then you were driving me around. I was like, man, Coach, you picked me up yourself. And he goes, Porter, I always remember this. I was an assistant for 17 years. Yeah. And I'll never forget what it's like being an assistant. And that's how I treat my assistants. And I've carried that lesson on with me my whole career on how you treated the assistants, Coach, because you said I'll never forget being an assistant. I, I, that, that's carried with me. Yeah. Um, time you, every, time you, every time you run into somebody, they say, how's Wimp to work for, wouldn't they? <laughs> oh, that, oh, my God. Because they, they think they think it's like impossible. I'm like, yeah, man, it's yeah. the opposite. <laughs> yeah, I know. You better have your scout right. You better yeah. have your scout right or you're in trouble. Well, that's normal. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I tell you, the difference is, is just everything kind of collided at once. The NIL and the um, transfer portal. The, the, the thing that the fact that they collided at once is, is is the game changer because you know for for not only I mean kids talk I mean they they they, they talk amongst themselves uh, other different programs but it's so easy for them to leave now and behind the scenes if if they want someone wants to get to a kid say hey come over here um, it's just so different now they're you know hell I haven't answered an academic question since I left Loyola. You know, like, how's your academics? That, that doesn't even come up. Well, you know, it's, 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 uh, it, to, to me, Porter, it's playing time, how much playing time you get, and the uncle has told him they're not playing enough, or, and it's money. Those two factors yeah. make you move, and you have, to, you have to re-recruit the players that you have. Yeah, I, I talked to another prominent head coach at our level, and he said, all I do is I coach m and I coach m and And I go, what do you mean coach m and He goes, minutes of money, minutes of money. And uh, it's just, uh, but but you know the the thing that you just can't lose sight of is, and that's what I, I try to focus is, is of of your of your why, of your why. I I, I love the day to day interaction with young guys. I love the competition. I love you know impacting young guys, and you just can't lose the why. But it's it's getting harder and harder not to lose the why. But yeah. you just got to stay intentional with your why. Well, I know you will and how much you love it. Uh, Porter, let's talk about Alabama a minute. Um, man, did they knock it out of the park in recruiting. Not that they got this great freshman, but these guys don't play like freshmen. These guys are are really tough mentally. Uh, Brandon Miller, Clowney, uh, Bradley. These guys are three starters for the number two ranked team in the country. Uh, how are freshmen this ready for college basketball? Man, Nate's done just an amazing job with putting the team together, putting a team together. Yeah, just not acquiring talent. He just—he's done more than acquire talent. He's put a team together. He's got so many pieces to the team, and he's just instilled a tremendous confidence in them um, with the way they play. And uh, the, I mean, Brandon Miller is—I mean, I, we played against a lot of lottery picks this year. You know, County Georgia, Georgia. Um, you know, Kansas has a couple. Uh, Killed um, the Cam Whitmore kid at Villanova. Uh, it goes on and on. Some of the kids we, we Dylan Mitchell that we played this year. He, he's he's the most impressive I've seen. I mean, he is he is a he is a, a Kevin Garnett type. I mean, the way he's so versatile with more guard skills at that age. Um, 
and their guards had speed. They got speed in shooting. They got length and athletic ability. Um, and then here's the other thing about Alabama. that There's three offensive categories that they dominate, and this is why they're winning so much. But they, they want to make – they want to be the, uh, more threes than you, obviously. So they get, you know, plus 17 as that was on there. So they win that category. Then they're getting to the foul line, you know, 21 times. They're winning more free throws, and they're winning more offensive rebounds. So when you're getting more threes, more free throws, and more second chances, man, they're just so hard to beat. And then they're not giving up threes. And uh, so they're, they're, they've really got it uh, going, and I've just been unbelievably impressed. I, I, I know I'm talking to the SEC Network, and I know we're going to the SEC, but like this year, this year alone, the Big 12 is ridiculous. Oh. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Six, six teams in the top you know, 15, and then you're also going to get like West Virginia has been at 11 at one point. But Alabama, scouting them, they're, 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 they're the real deal. They're, I mean, they're, they got all the pieces. Yeah, Brandon Miller is a guy, Porter. You know, he I think he went through one game where he didn't even take a shot in the first half. But as a guy who's a big scorer like that, sometimes you see him uh, maybe trying to go get his. He just kind of lets the game come to him. And then eventually he'll jump up and make three or four in a row. Uh, he'll get a run out and get a dunk. He gets himself going. I've never seen a guy that's a star that really plays unselfish. Do you Have you noticed that watching film about him? A hundred percent. Our coaching staff talked about that yesterday. That that he's he doesn't hunt it. You know, he's he's about playing the right way. Like he gets guys shots. He gets he makes the extra pass. Um, and and then and then he, then then he can get heated when he when he gets going. But he doesn't force it, and that is so rare as a freshman. Yeah. Because sometimes freshmen force it, and he doesn't. He lets it come to him. He gets others involved. He makes the right pass. He makes. I mean. You know, to make it to make the end one pass when you have a good shot, but pass it up for a better shot, that's hard as a freshman when you're scoring like that. And he does, and we 100% noticed it. Yep, yep. Uh, who handles your recruiting, and and, and how much are you involved in it? Because I know you worked at it really hard. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't have to have you know who you're recruiting, but I mean, I, how is it organized, and is is it is it hard to recruit to Oklahoma in, in basketball? No, you know, it's, it's the same. Like, I have three assistants that can go on the road myself. I'm, I'm very involved um, yeah. with it. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, like, Nate, we're trying to recruit to a, to a system. And yeah. uh, the thing about that hurt, hurt me and is a lot of it's you, you, to get out of the gate to inherit something, you know, to inherit something. And, uh, you know, I inherited three players when I got the job. And none of them were, like, all-league players in – it was in the time of last year where it was a pandemic. Last spring, not this past one, the one before that, when I got the job, we couldn't go out and recruit. So I had to sign 10 guys through Zoom. And it just getting, and then, then the next year, then when the portal hit me again, I lost my leading score in the portal. So taking over in this era, you, you, you hopefully got to inherit something. Because, like, I know, like, LSU is going through. When you got to, like, piece together an entire team, um, and then I had to do it through, through Zoom. Um, it's going to take some time to get your pieces together so you can maintain your culture so the kids don't leave. And, and that's, what, that's, what, that's what I'm looking forward to is, is establishing it to where they get some guys developing where they don't leave. We're talking with uh, Porter Mosier, head basketball coach at University of Oklahoma. Porter, uh, Alabama, Oklahoma, two brand football names. I mean, big time. Uh, I know when Dad was at Alabama, he didn't try to fight that. He embraced it. He used it. There's been other guys come here and try to fight it and 
and they have not been successful. How do you use the Oklahoma brand of football? Football, and you guys got great basketball as well, uh, but to help you build your program. I mean, it, it makes no sense to fight it because it's such a big front porch to your your home. Yeah, you know, I mean, the, the Oklahoma football, the brand is is so awesome, and you want to embrace it because it's it, it, it's 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 the front door. I mean, and for me, like I got here right away. I, I befriended Coach Switzer. I remember Coach Switzer and I called you, Coach Anderson, the one night yeah. in the restaurant. And, he, uh, he, he, he didn't cuss at all, did he, Porter? We, what, what happened on the radio? And, uh, like every other word's a cuss word. I'm I like, tried to call you back once you were overseas somewhere. I said, yeah. Dad, does he know we're on the radio? He's like cussing every other sentence, yeah. uh, Porter. He, he's been awful good to be on our show. <laughs> but go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, like the other like the other night, he came to Bedlam. He came to him and Toby Keith wanted to sit behind my bench at Oklahoma State. And Coach Switzer, I'm like, I had to get extra security. He goes, I've never been to Oklahoma State basketball all these years. And he sat behind my bench. Wow. Uh, Coach Stoops, Bob Stoops and I have become super close. And uh, just, you know, unbelievable with, with, with what they, you know, how they built culture and what they mean to this. And then now Brent Venables, you know, what he stands for. So it is, a, it is so good to embrace it. I mean, because it's, it's part of who everyone is, what, you know, and it's part of who you are. And it's, it's such a front door to your, to your university that, man, it's, it's the only thing to do is embrace it. I know Nate's done that same thing. Yeah, uh, I know you come to the SEC and it'll be different for you. I, I, you know, to me, the the next thing behind recruiting for me was scheduling. I wanted to have the right kind of schedule, and I moaned if I didn't have it. And it'll it's a rotating deal. When when I was here, it was eighteen games round robin. You played everybody twice. Now they rotate three teams. If you're lucky enough to get Actually, they then they rotate two other five. Really, if you're lucky enough to get the right kind of teams, you know you got five five teams you can play for twice, get ten wins, or maybe you know eight wins. I don't know how the schedule is going to be, but it's going to be a little bit different for you with sixteen teams. You know what? Um, right now, like the Big Twelve, we're playing everybody twice. Yeah, and think about this: the teams that are ten and nine in our league right now is Texas Tech and West Virginia. They have both spent time in the top twenty-five this year. Huh. I mean, it's incredible. So we I mean our tenth and ninth team have been in the ten. So we play them all twice, and then then we have the Jordan Brand games where we play. This year we played Florida. Next year we play North Carolina. We play a series with Arkansas. We're in a tournament. I mean, we've had two years in a row. Oklahoma's had the hardest schedule in the country. Yeah. And like my SEC challenge game last year, I got at Auburn when they were number one. This year, I got Alabama when they're number two. Yeah. I'm like the Big Twelve's giving me a party gift if they leave. Yeah, the yeah they're that's saying, not, "Hey, that's Porter, right. welcome to the SEC." But Porter, when I look at this Big Twelve, I've told Dad, I think the Big Twelve's the best league in the country. Uh, we can talk, we can talk about y'all and. Texas coming to the SEC, but the basketball is going to be really good in this league, Porter. But it ain't going to be any better than what you're facing night in and night out. No, it won't right be any now. better. I just, this schedule is just going to be important. It won't be any better over here because he, no. he's right. Pac 12 is good, boy. Big 12. Big 12 is good. Big 12 is good. Uh, the, the, the Big 12 with 10 teams, there's no down team. No. There's no like, like, think about this. West Virginia started 0 5. Like, Pittsburgh's like one of the top teams in the ACC. They went into Pittsburgh and won 40, won 40, and, and they're, they're ninth in our league. I mean, Texas Tech is, is – is, I mean, I think some of us, like us, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, we're, we're, I think we're like top 35, top 40 teams. 
we're playing top 10 and top 20 every night. I mean, we lost to Texas by possession, Kansas by possession, Baylor by possession, Iowa State by possession. Four top 15 teams. We're right there. We just haven't been able to get over the hump. So we're yeah. good, but you don't get any, you don't get any, you know, credit for, you know, it's just so hard. It's every single night. So we just got to get over that hump. Yeah. I, Porter, you guys got a great opportunity tomorrow. I mean, you got a, the number two ranked team in the nation coming on. You talk about a quality win that can really bolster your uh, NCAA resume. So just talk a little bit about, about the atmosphere. I, they went into, I watched the Houston game, Missouri, Arkansas. They went into three three straight atmospheres and like crazy atmospheres and, and won. The road doesn't affect these young guys. And that's that's also very, very impressive how they've not been able to be, you know, for, to go into Arkansas, Missouri, and Houston and to get those road wins has been been unbelievable. So, absolutely great opportunity. Um, we've got to contain that three-point line because you know they're going to shoot them. And, uh, and we got to get back in transition. I mean, they are as good as any team in the country of scoring in that first five seconds. And, you've got uh, you've got, got yeah, you've got to rebound the defensive glass too. Yeah. You know, you, you got to limit them one shot per possession if you can. Uh, before you get away, tell me about your family. Oh, I'm blessed. I had two of my kids in Little Rock when I was with you, Coach, and my time there as a head coach. My daughter Jordan is a senior on the women's basketball team here at Oklahoma. My son's a walk-on; he's a sophomore. And then I got two more high school boys: a sophomore and a senior here at Norman North High School. So very, very blessed with four four good kids. All right, Porter, you're the only one. You and I and a few other people can only ones that can answer this. When people say, well, how's it to coach with your dad or how's it to coach with him? I always say, all right, are we with him after a win or a loss? A win <laughs> is amazing to be around him. A loss, I'd rather be at the oh, dentist. Uh, how is it to be with him after a win or after a loss? I've heard him sing country music on the bus on the way home from Auburn, and I've heard him say some really mean things to a bus driver uh, on the way home because it's, <laughs> so can you can it's you tell amazing. go ahead it's amazing what one point can do to your physical makeup no doubt like, we, right. beat West Virginia, we beat we beat west virginia by a point uh, the relief and joy i felt and then yeah. we lose the baylor by a fit and i'm like how yeah. my insides felt like they were gonna fall through my toes yeah and uh it's, it's incredible what that one point can do. I don't, I, no one can know unless you sat in that seat. Yeah. You know, because an assistant, assistant, yeah, you know, I was an assistant. You, you don't take a loss as hard as a head coach. There, no one knows what that feels like unless you're the, yeah. you burden you're everything. Right. You're right. Yeah. Well, coach Majerus used to always tell me, he, Coach Majerus used to tell me, he's like, man, assistant coaches and players love games. Head coaches hate games. Yeah. <laughs> the way you're going to feel after the game, uh, either up or down. He, he was right about that too. Yeah, Dad's whole saying was, "I got one more haircut till the season's over." He would he would base it on a number of haircuts. Of course, he ain't got no he don't have no hair porter, so it's not like he's getting that many haircuts. So anyway, well, Porter's always great talking to you. Every time we get to talk, we may not have talked in a year. It seems like old times, and uh, hopefully, we catch up with you with you soon. I know when you get in the SEC, you'll be trekking through Tuscaloosa at time. So, um, good luck to you guys the rest of the season. We'll be watching the game tomorrow and uh, tell your family hello. Thanks, Porter. Appreciate thanks, it. My, th- thanks, my friends. I appreciate you guys more than you know. Thank you, Porter. Right, good luck. Take care. All right, there's Coach Porter Mosier.
Uh, absolutely great guy. There, all right, we'll take this break. We'll get my man Mike Brown with Alabama One. And you listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on US 11 northbound at Hagler Coling Road with minor delays. We got lane blockage on 69 between Union Chapel and Charlie Shirley Road by some heavy equipment. You can expect delays. Business is so good at Townsend Nissan, they need your help in sales and service. Go see BJ or Kylan at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye. Steve Spurrier and myself and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Experience a level of performance you've never seen in a tournament bass boat until now. In your new Camus Bass Boat powered by Mercury. From Boatworks in North Point. Killing me this morning. That is not the walk-up song for Mike Brown. It's money, money, money. I just had Porter Mosher text me and say that he's gonna next time he's gonna text me his walk-up music. You're killing me on the walk-up. In music. my defense, I've never done a Mike Friday. Gosh, it's the money song for Mike Brown. I don't even want to interview him now. All right, we'll take him out on the money song. We'll get right to the Alabama One Hotline. That's what happens, Mike, when you get a substitute teacher in. Good morning, Mike. I apologize we didn't have your walk-up music this morning. I don't. I don't even want to talk this morning. You guys have a great day. <laughs> yeah. So he was por- completely nice to me on the phone. You're fine. All right. So Porter, uh, Aiden, this text we said at least if he's going to be a country song, make it "Hey Porter" by Johnny Cash next time if he's going to be on. All right. Aiden's killing us this morning, uh, Mike. But we're going to still go ahead and have your segment. Uh, Tell us what's going on with Alabama. He's got me all off now. Tell me what's going on with Alabama One, Mike. Well, I'm just happy to be able to talk to you guys this morning. Look, it's a, it's a, it's still Friday. It's still a great day. It's been an amazing week with Alabama One Credit Union. Uh, we just can't thank you guys enough for the support, no matter how it ends up on a Friday. But uh, like we talked last time, we were talking about financial planning, getting ready for 2023. So we'll jump, we'll jump right into it. We've been helping out tons of members, just trying to help get their finances right and. Uh, when you traditionally think of your credit union, you're thinking, okay, great, I got my direct deposit, my checking account, my debit card, my, my normal things there. And we talked about amazing low rates, even with the raising interest rate environment, whether it's your mortgage, or your mortgage, your home equity loan, your car. We have all those great products and services and happy to discuss any options with anybody. But right now, it's just really about how to get your money right with the, with the raising interest rate environment. Maybe you've had some savings. Maybe you've been kind of weathering what the past few crazy years have been. And I just want to invite our members to remember that we're also a great interest rate for your deposit funds, too. So we have extremely competitive CD rates. 
Uh, we got a great new deposit save, savings account. We refer to it as the Ascend account to come bring in and earn a little extra money in your savings account. Um, so anyone that's looking to maybe say, hey, I've, I've parked my money. I'm not really sure what the economy is going to do. You can think about Alabama One as a safe, stable, strong financial institution that helps you earn a little bit more money on your money. Uh, and, of course, we can still have those conversations about loan products and financial planning and what your next steps are. We're always happy to have those conversations. But just want to remind our listeners about members, potential members to the credit union. Uh, we got some extremely competitive offers on our deposits as well. Uh, Mike, you know, out there where you and I live, there's banks closing. So if you're banking out there all of a sudden, like, there's no bank to go to if it's not Alabama One. You guys are not closing. You're expanding. So there's, you're always close to an Alabama One. That right there is, to me, is enough alone just to be banking with uh, you guys. Just talk about all your different locations, really, throughout the state of Alabama. Wow, thanks so much, Barry. And you're absolutely right. That's Kind of an understated point with Alabama One. We're going to continue to what community banking was, say, 25, 30 years ago, where we're trying to be in the community, helping out our membership, those that want to utilize our centers. And while others are shutting down, we're actually growing. You're absolutely right. Back in 21, we added four locations. Uh, this year, we strengthened our balance sheet to continue to grow. We're uh, moving into the east side of the state with a couple of extra locations, but we're never going to forget where we're from. And we have over 10 locations here in Tuscaloosa County alone. 18 throughout the state. By the end of this year, over 23 locations we'll have. And in addition to that, we've really beefed up our online and digital channels. So even if you can't get to one of our physical locations, which we strongly encourage you to do, come have a conversation, meet with us face-to-face, you can whip out your cell phone, log into our home branch, you can download the mobile app, and we'll be able to help you out on your funds wherever you are. And so if you can't get to us till after hours, that's fine. we got other resources for you. Uh, but to your point, when others were consolidating and shutting down, actually several of the branches we opened up uh, about 18 months ago were banks that were closing multiple locations, and we happened to get some really great property with them, but also really great team members. We're hiring those teams on as Alabama One team members, those that have years and years of experience of serving their communities and their markets. Uh, and we've talked about this before, and sometimes anyone can go get a checking account or a loan everywhere. Sometimes the people make the difference, and we completely agree with Alabama One, and we've welcomed those team members in with open arms. All right. Now, Mike, Alabama One is important. Don't get me wrong. And if you want to learn about any of their service and products, go to www.alabamaone.org. Let's get to more important things. Dad, tomorrow at 8 o'clock, the Sanderson Jags are playing – Y'all are Becker, right, Mike? That's right. Eight o'clock tomorrow morning. Dad, they are undefeated. It's eight o'clock. Yeah, eight o'clock. Who's yeah. I hope your big guy is not a morning person. I need the scatter report, Mike. Nobody has beat y'all. Well, we no. played last night. You know who we played, right? Who'd you play last night? ACA. And? Like those Patriots. And how bad you beat them? I mean, they got 15 on it. That was a lot. But we was- got 18, so... Dad, you know what a boxing one is, right? We have, may have to run a boxing five. They got Shaquille O'Neal on their team. Well, how do we guard him, Mike? What are we going to do? We're like up to his knee. In the world of kindergartners and first graders, it has been an exciting adventure this season. <laughs> and, and I tell you what, my little guy is excited to see you tomorrow morning. We were talking about it this morning. He was just ecstatic. Is he going to taunt me if he beats me? Is he going to be taunting me? <laughs> No, he's humble. He's humble like his dad. He'll just walk by, give you a quick high five, and then just, just 
keep it on the court. When he gets in, gets in the car, you say, I knew I could beat him. Uh, <laughs> so, Dad, do you have any advice? They got a really big guy. Uh, so we worked on putting one guy in front, one guy inside, on each side, and one guy in the back, in the front. Uh, that would be a box of four. Press them. They won't yeah. let you press. You can't pick them up till they come inside the three-point line. Oh, okay. I don't know. Any that. Other, so, I think what the best thing to do is, is uh, not, don't schedule them anymore. What, Mike? <laughs> could you send me his dad's number? He'll be there. He'll be there out there helping coach. So, well, I'm yeah, going to I'm I'm text his dad and tell him the game's at ten. It's been changed. I like it. I you like. like it. It. I mean, no. I got to try no. something. Not gonna, not gonna be able to help you on that one. <laughs> not gonna be able to give me the number. Well, I look forward to seeing you in the morning, Mike. Uh, anyway, I look forward to it. There. I mean, look, the kids are excited. They, they were ecstatic. It was an extremely fun game. It's been an amazing season. Watching the little ones learn how to play bat, you know, learn more about basketball as a whole. So we're excited to see you tomorrow. It should be a lot of fun. All right. So ACA, y'all beat them. We ACA. That's our only loss. They beat us. I think it was twenty three twenty. They got us. We did get twenty. They're a good team. That was a man. They were they were they were pretty spot on last night. Were they yelling at the refs? I'm not, no comment. We're having, there's other parents that listen to this. Okay, call, so. never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Mike, we appreciate you guys at Alabama One. Is awesome. I'm sorry about your walk up music. It's my fault. I should have told Aiden, but he's been with us long enough. He should have. He should have known, but I'm going to take the responsibility. I don't even know the name of the song. Is it the money song? What is it? What is it, Mike? That's all I've ever referred to. It. You guys brought it up one one Saturday, one Friday, and we just kind of kept with it. It's been kind of a nice tradition. I, I searched no worries, for money, no money, money, and ABBA came up. All right, play it. Let's see if you're right. <laughs> Let's see if you're right. And I'm going to give you a bump, 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 if you're not. There's an ad. There's an ad because we don't pay for YouTube premium. Oh, you don't have the oh, right man. song. You I'm just going to have to fall off the radio and shake my head. Yeah, it's disappointing, Mike. It's really disappointing. All right. Appreciate you, Mike. We'll get you out of here. Thank you, my man. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Have a great weekend, guys. Take care. Bye. Aiden, you ain't. That ain't it. That ain't it. You need to text Joe, and this song will change your life. That ain't it. Now, tell me about Constant Companion before we get to break. Well, Constant Companion is certainly a place that uh, all of you need to go if you have a new animal or if you have an old animal, because Dr. Foster and him would do a terrific job. It's on the Narrows at, uh, at 280, not too far from me, 6350313. They've got everything that you need in the way of taking care of that, that pet. 50% off on your first visit. Just tell them you heard on inside the locker room, and it'll be half-price deal, though, and you know, you're going to... Uh, and they're sometimes expensive. So they're good people, and they'll do everything they can to help you. Thank All you. right, we'll take this break here. We'll have Miss Hill War will join us from uh, Tuscaloosa Academy, our Tuscaloosa Academy segment. Uh, beautiful girl, look forward to, always has a great smile on her face. When I called and asked her if she'd be on, she smiled, and she looked scared. She, they told me, Aiden, last night, this is how Hill prepared. See, I had, I've had Walker McKee on and Blake Henderson. She listened to their interview to get ready for this thing. So I'm, she's working hard to give you a great interview today. So I look forward to talking to you. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on US 11 northbound at Hagler Coling Road with minor delays. We got lane blockage on 69 between Union Chapel and Charlie Shirley Road by some heavy equipment. You can expect delays. Business is so good at Towns and Nissan, they need your help in sales and service. Go see BJ or Kylan at Towns and Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. 
Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites... Touchdown, Alabama! Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Allstate Insurance Agent Andrew Kniffer. Andrew is my agent. Let him come yours. Out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. Give Andrew and his staff a call. You tell them the particulars, what you're looking for. They'll get a quote fixed up for you. Email it right over. And then you will do what I did. You will make the change. 205 722 9201 Andrew Kniffer Allstate Insurance. All right, every Friday, uh, Aiden, since you don't come in and cover us on Fridays, um, we have a Tuscaloosa Academy segment uh, brought to you by Tax. And today I'm fired up. Uh, we got Hill War with us. Hill is a three sport athlete, Dad. So she's not just playing one, she played volleyball. They had a great year went to the final eight uh she's playing basketball now so i'll get to see her play tonight and she'll transition right into soccer good morning hill how are you how you doing this morning hey good morning you okay this morning yes sir all right uh good now dad hill's mom and jenny were great friends and they grew up together um Hill, do you have any dirt on Jenny from your mom that I could take home and use today? Any any dirt on her at all? <laughs> nothing. No dirt. Nothing. nothing. I don't have anything. Nothing. Yeah, your your mom taught you right. You just went complete silence. All right. <laughs> Talk about uh, your your time at Tuscaloosa Academy. How long you've been there? Uh, this is your your senior year. Uh, we're playing in the AHSAA, which is a new deal. Uh, you know, a lot different from the AISA. Just talk about your experiences there at TA. Um, well, I've been at TA since first grade and been playing basketball since I was little. Um, I've played pretty much my whole life, and I've made some of my best friends playing. And this year has been really exciting, moving from the AISA to the AHSAA because uh, we have some tougher competition now, and – we get to play against some people that 
we know and some of our friends. Yeah, so we're talking with Hill War out, out at Tuscaloosa Academy. He'll talk about kind of what you said there, you know, getting to play some of these local teams. Uh, ACA, we played uh, Hale County tonight. Uh, we got Gordo tomorrow. Um, it's, it, you know, it, it makes for an exciting game. The, the gyms are full. Uh, the atmosphere is great. Uh, do you guys enjoy playing in those kind of atmospheres? Yes, sir, we do. Um, ACA and Holy Spirit, we've have friends on the team and it just makes the game more exciting because in the AISA we didn't know very many people we just knew them playing every year and we would mainly blow all those teams out and this year the games are a lot tougher and we're getting a lot better dad you know you would like heel she's a shooter she could knock down threes. Uh, any advice? Any advice for for Hill? She she could she could knock down, she could knock down. Uh, if she could shoot, I'd leave her alone. She she's good. That's great. Yeah, of course. Her daddy. Every time she shoots, if if you know when you make a shot, like he he jumps up in the air every time you score. Hill, have you ever noticed that? <laughs> I've heard many people talk about. Hating to having to sit by him because he'll yell the whole game at me. <laughs> All right, uh, talk a little bit about your time at TA. I know you're you're getting ready to make a college decision. I actually talked to you about that yesterday. I, I guess I can say this: she's deciding, guys, between Alabama and Ole Miss whether to go away. But I do know this: um, the time that you spent there since the first grade you will be prepared regardless of where you decide to go for college, which is very important. You'll be able to sit down in a college classroom and do college work. Just talk a little bit about how you're going to end up making that decision and just about your time there and being ready academically when you get to college. Uh, right now I've got a pros and cons list hanging on my fridge, trying to decide where to go. Um, neither of them are a bad decision, but – I might choose Alabama just because that's where my sister is, and I've always been with her, and this year's been pretty tough without her. Dad, do you have any advice on how to help her make this decision? You no, want, you I, to... I really don't. I think she needs to look at it from one. You know, one way you get to go off and have some campus life and and be back. You know, be. A little bit on your own, but at the same time, be close enough to get back when you need to. Or you, you know, you, know, you can get campus life, I guess, at home. But it's a little bit different. Uh, um, I better keep my, I better stay out of it. But uh, I, I think going off to school is great. So you're that was one vote for Ole Miss. Aiden, do you have any suggestions for for? Well, you're from out of town, right, Aiden? Or are you yeah, from I, I, yeah, out of town, like not not quite Tuscaloosa, Oxford. You know, Maryland to Alabama, yeah, it's a twelve-hour yeah. drive. Yeah, I think there's really something to be said for the experiences you have getting outside of your hometown, even if it's just a couple oh, hours. We're giving two votes. It wouldn't be so hard to get back to your mom and dad from Ole Miss, like it is for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, Hill, uh, congratulations with everything that you've done. Look forward to following you. You're, you're a great girl. You're going to be successful wherever you decide to go. And uh, it's been fun watching you play over the last, uh, I guess I've been over there five years, so watching you play over the last four years. And I uh, appreciate you taking time to be on with us this morning. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank and there's, you. there's Hill Roar. Uh, and she's deciding between 
Ole Miss and Alabama, and I I gave her the pros and cons, and I think she's going to go to Alabama, to be quite honest with you. So that's always a, a tough situation there for, for kids. To, and they grow up right here, they just end up wanting to go. That's a great thing as well. Well, and that's so unique to get to go to such a large and incredible academic institution and have it still be in your hometown. Like, I know I said what I said, but at the same time, staying in Tuscaloosa sounds cool as heck, too. Yeah, no doubt. Uh all right, uh, Dad, after talking to Porter, uh, you know, I looked at Oklahoma's record there. They're, they really need a big win uh, tomorrow against, yeah, against Alabama. I just don't know if – I don't know if they're going to have enough talent to, to, to be able to beat Alabama uh, just with what he's got right now. I think they're three and five in the in the Big 12. So they played really, really tough competition. But Porter is an excellent basketball coach. What do you expect tomorrow over Norman, Oklahoma? Oh, I, I expect uh, Porter to play them hard. Them to have play Alabama hard, and I expect them to play Alabama close um, in the first half, and maybe part of the second half. But probably Alabama. The board, the rebounds are so big. Uh, the second shots that you get off missed shots are so important. The lack of shots that the other team gets, Alabama, you know, keeps them from getting with that by defensive boarding. Is, is so big in the game. So I would say that Alabama's got so many people to choose from, so many players to choose from. If things are not going good for whatever reason, um, with one player, they've got another substitute. So they've really got, a, to be honest with you, a 10-man team. Uh, they've got 10 people that can play. and they, they, If you want to call them a second five, you can, but they'd be you know, five other guys that could, could beat most of the teams in the SEC this year. Yep, no doubt. All right, we'll take a break here. We'll get uh, Coach Sonny Smith in. Look forward to talking to him. Hopefully he can join us this morning. Two-minute truck down at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth Midwest local. Out of town, out of state, these guys got you. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. That's what's most important. And They'll take the stress off of you of trying to have to load everything and move it. Uh, it's very difficult. 205-247-5050. That is two men in a truck. Movers who care. Media Newsroom, good morning. I'm Mary Kay. The National Weather Service in Birmingham is alerting Alabamians that the forecast is calling for heavy rainfall and potential flooding Sunday through Monday morning. And the Alabama-based Hannah Steel Corporation will invest $20 million to expand its operations in Tuscaloosa. Construction on the expansion is slated to begin in the first half of 2023. And workers took the first steps towards transforming northern Tuscaloosa, laying the groundwork of the extension of the McWrights Ferry Road. Time. 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on US 11 northbound at Hagler Coley Road with minor delays. We got lane blockage on 69 between Union Chapel and Charlie Shirley Road by some heavy equipment. You can expect delays. Business is so good at Townsend Nissan, they need your help in sales and service. Go see BJ or Kylan at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. In a collision, easy decision. Make one call to one name. Mesreno, 206-6300. No representation of the quality of legal services to be performed. It's greater than quality of legal services performed. More coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. 
fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather cool and dry today with a good supply of sunshine, the high 55. Clear tonight with the low at 32. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high 59. Sunday, wet weather is back, cloudy with periods of rain, the high 58. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 33 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Inside the locker room, www.alabama1.org. Get right to the Alabama One hotline and get Coach Sonny Smith in. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Good morning. How's everybody today? Good. Hey, how's, um, you're not going to West Virginia game? No. No, we have medical issues we got to take care of first. Okay, how, how's that game going to come out? West Virginia's uh, good and bad. Um, I would say having having played there before, uh, I would say it's be a very difficult game. It's one of the more difficult places to play, and fans really get into the games. Now, that's the way it was when I was going up there before. I went up there from Auburn, and I went up there from Virginia Tech every year. So it was uh, one of the tougher places to go play. And generally, they have good players. I don't know. At this point, I don't know how good they're going to be, but I'll do this. They'll be good at home, regardless. I think Fishers like to go to Morgantown. <laughs> yeah, they're hard to. I don't know who's officiating it, but it will be important who is officiating. How's uh, Auburn um, loses to Texas A&M? I, I, I said on our radio show, I thought Texas A&M was better. No, they had one kid score a lot of points. I thought Texas A&M overall was better this year than people realized they were. And they are. I think Believe it came into fact that, that I didn't see. I had the game on, but I didn't watch it as much. What about that game? Well, they they're very strong at the guard position. They uh, have two guys that are you know six four, six five better, and and than the guys that the shorter guys that play, and they pretty much control the game. And it, uh, it it's very difficult to play them, but they they play extremely hard. Their defense is excellent, and they can combine the defenses, change them up, play a little uh, gimmick type defenses, a box, a triangle and two type thing. They'll do that. They they disguise their defenses really well, and they take good shots. They're not this kind of team that come down 
fog up a bunch of bad shots. They're very well coached, and uh, I think uh, I don't think they'll win as many on the road as as that game. I think they'll probably yeah. be their biggest win, but they're yeah. pretty good yeah, at home for sure. Yeah, Coach, uh, tell us. You know, it's the first time Auburn's lost at home, and I don't even know how long. Uh, Texas, what did Texas A&M do that uh, that maybe other teams hadn't been able to do to knock off Auburn down in Neville Arena? They started guards that were six five, six six, six five category, and our smaller guards couldn't contain them. And it, uh, you know, we don't even come in with big guards. Most of our guards are are in the six two, five eleven range, up and down from there, you know. And uh, they could not contain their guards. I think whoever contains their guards will uh, will be. Uh, will be able to handle them. They're not all that good on the inside. They move the ball extremely well. They change defenses. It keeps you uh, keeps you thinking all the time about what are we, what are we going to do now. And uh, they play their defenses pretty well. They play hard for it. And I think he does a real good job of managing the game. And uh, they they pretty much were in, cro- in, in control of the game for most of the game. Yep. That. Um, what uh, what what's been the best play of Auburn thus far? I think our guards have struggled so. Let's put the inside guys. When, uh, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. When Wendell Green plays well, Auburn plays well. They t- try to take Wendell Green out of the game because he has, he has the ball more than anybody else. You can take him out of the game, get him a little bit off, force him wide, that type of thing, and let him instead of letting him start the offense in the middle of the floor. Uh, they're good. When Broom plays well, uh, Broom is a guy that uh, gets into his moves a little bit slow. So consequently, he gets a lot of double ups coming down from from the strong side. Sometimes it comes from the back side, and he doesn't get a shot up that's not contested. When he's getting shots up that are not contested, that makes Auburn kind of stout because their guards are going to do a good job. Auburn has has uh, Falling off and shooting threes. Now uh, they've only fallen off because you look at the average of what they're making. When you're shooting down below 31 uh, recently, you're you're not uh, you're not going to come down looking for a three as your first option. And uh, that that that's gone away from them just a little bit. And uh, the bench help has been coming off extremely strong. Uh, and then uh, this last game, it picked up. Uh, it got weak, uh, and Chris Moore getting injured really caused a lot of that. And he he came back and played a little bit in the last game. I think when he gets strong, that'll make the bench strong again, and they'll get back to playing the way they were. Right. This is this was not a game where they played terrible. It's just a game where uh, they could they were dominated by guard play in the six four six five six six category. Coach, talk about uh, the SEC uh, as a whole. I, you know, I think it's really top heavy. Obviously, Alabama has separated yes, themselves. Uh, Kentucky now is playing better. I think Tennessee is right there, but. I think it's going to be a struggle to get past five to get an NCAA. Maybe Arkansas can eke in there, but you get towards the bottom. I mean, this there were some games this 
uh, during the week here where Georgia gets beat 30. Uh, it's just yeah. it's not even competitive between the top and the, and the bottom in this league right now. I think some nights Mississippi State's going to be competitive. Ugh. You know, they they got good players. Yeah. If they get guard play to go with the big people that they got, or Tulu Smith playing pretty good, uh, if they get a little guard play to go with that, uh, I I think that uh, that that they could beat you at home on on some nights. Now, Ole Miss, I don't think is playing well enough to do much on the road, but maybe they are. I don't know, but I I do know this: it the league is top heavy in my estimation, and I think uh, Tennessee and, and Alabama are the two that really that really stand out to me. Yeah, tough to beat home or away. I would say it that way. Yeah. Who 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 win the uh, who win the Kansas uh, Kentucky game? <laughs> Where is it played? Is it Kentucky, at Kansas? Kentucky. At Kentucky. Uh, can, I think Kentucky will win. That's what I kind of thought myself. Uh, yeah, Kentucky, I think Kentucky got, will win. I think Kansas is not as good as they have in the past. Yeah, yeah, they're good. I don't think Kansas is quite as good as they have been in the past. So I don't know. Who, who win? Uh, who win? Texas, Tennessee, Tennessee. And Texas is good. Coached extremely well. Defense is outstanding. Uh, but Tennessee, I, I think Tennessee is really good myself. I, I, I don't know if they're good enough to just totally win it all. But I know in the in the league they're going to be top two or three for sure. The other game that's a little bit confusing is Iowa State's and Missouri. Iowa State's played really good. Missouri's. Missouri's played awfully well too at times. Yeah, yeah. I think when they got it going, uh, when a kid from Huntsville is playing well, uh, they uh, they're really good. He got hurt there for a couple of games, kind of slowed him down a little bit. But uh, when he's hot, I was going to call his name, but he escapes him more, I believe. And uh, he's really he's really the guy they got to have. And when he's playing well, I I, I hate to play Missouri at Missouri. What about Alabama and Oklahoma? Uh, Oklahoma really needs it. The Big 12, we just talked with Porter Mosier. Uh, Dad and I's opinion, the Big 12 by far is the best conference in the in the country. Uh, they have to play everybody twice. There, You even look at the bottom teams in that league, like Texas Tech, who's good. They didn't even want a game in the Big 12. Oklahoma needs this game to have a chance, uh, Coach, to Maybe get on that NCAA bubble. Do you give Oklahoma any? I know you don't know a ton about their personnel, but do you give Oklahoma any chance against Alabama? It's, it, it, I don't think anybody's got a chance against them right now. I think Alabama's playing the best anybody I've seen. And But I, I haven't seen Oklahoma enough to know it would be, be challenges. Is it at Oklahoma or at Alabama? It's at Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma would be tough to beat there, I would assume. Porter does an excellent job, they say. Yeah, he does. That. Well, I ain't got much more. How's Jan? Jan's making some progress, and we're 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 a little excited about that. We're not we're we're a ways off yet, but we're uh, we're making some progress for sure. Uh, Coach, when I called you a homer last week on the radio, somebody called up and said, "There's a bigger homer than Sonny Smith," and I said, "Who is that?" And they said that Brian Passing was a bigger homer than you. You got, you got to pick it up, Coach. 
Is you well, know that Brian Paxton? I was thinking mentioned? when you said that, what can I do more? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I have no idea what you could do more. Maybe I said. Maybe I said we instead of us. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I might have said, but I, I, I'm going to work on that because that is not the only complaint that I've heard. Yeah, they, I think I, they said I, they said I was almost neutral one night. Yeah, I was playing over at Bibb County the other night, and it was a tight game at the end. The official came over there and said, you got two timeouts left, and we're up by three. And I was like, whoa, that ain't good <laughs> when he said we're up by three. And, and the Wii wasn't my team, I can tell you that. So, anyway. Sonny, uh, well, um, I have uh, a That's no question. Yeah. Sonny, I, I don't know if you know this or not. You've probably seen it, but uh, I think one of the great legends ever in college basketball, Billy Packer, died. Yesterday, I did not know that. Yeah, he I knew Billy well. He died at home. His wife, his, his sons were with him. Uh, he called thirty-four final game, uh, final fours, and of course, the big one was when when Magic played. Uh, uh, yeah. I knew him when he was an assistant, and I knew him when he when he actually was doing the games. I'm, I think I had him maybe a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, Billy Billy was a really good guy. Yeah, he really was very, he's I'm very opinionated, and he's opinionated, very. But, he's opi- but, but opinionated to the point that people listened uh, because yeah. they wanted his. Well, that'll get you more. That'll get you more games. You know that. Yeah, yeah. and um, he uh, he was at home when he passed, uh, but in the hospital, I think for a couple of weeks. But he was back in North Carolina when he passed away. Yeah, I knew Billy had been sick. I hadn't talked to Billy in years. But uh, and the last time I saw him, he, he was speaking, I think, at the Birmingham Tip-Off Club. Yeah. Anything, go, anything with NASCAR right now, Coach? We don't talk NASCAR here. You're our, you're our NASCAR, NASCAR ex- expert. NASCARs, NASCARs have gone to a situation where they're bringing up the younger drivers and putting them in these new cars. These new cars have been a tough fit for everybody. And so they're taking the guys – uh, out of out of out of tours that have been down and down tours that have been exceptionally good there, and uh, uh, I think uh, I think it's going to be a lot more exciting. You're not going to have the older drivers that had the uh, big reputations as as much as you're you're looking at the younger driver. Joy Logano is going to always be there, and that's the guy. That's the guy everybody's looking to beat right now. And but those young everybody. Dale Earnhardt, uh, uh, the guy that owned his team, has has moved Kyle Busch into what used to be the Dale Earnhardt ride, and that's going to be a lot of exposure for uh, uh, NASCAR when Kyle Busch takes moves over to Richard Childress Race, and everybody's going to be looking at that first. Uh, I think that uh, I think that the younger drivers are more exposed right now by NASCAR than ever before. You used to have all the older drivers. It was the, your favorites and you stayed with them. These guys got to sell themselves a little bit before they pick up on who's the best. I'd say Joey Logano is a threat to win the championship, though. All right, uh, Coach. Well, hope you have a safe weekend there and watch some hoops. Uh, who you think the Big 12 or the SEC will win this thing uh, tomorrow? I don't I, I'm not up on the Big 12 enough to know. Yeah. I I know this that Alabama's about the best team that I've seen. Yeah. But my eyes, I think they're going to be whoever they play. And and you're saying it might be a tough game, 
But uh, I think uh, Alabama is just an outstanding team. And there's some good teams in the league, but I haven't seen one as good as Alabama. I don't, I, I don't know if Alabama's bench is as good as some of these stronger teams. Maybe it is. But I sure pretty good. I, I sure like their five. I, yeah, they they're they're the best team I've watched so far. Yep. Thank you, Coach. Have a great Thanks. weekend. Thanks, Sonny. Thank you, fellas. Thank you. There's Coach uh, Sonny Smith. Always good to get him on each Friday. Tell us something about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes before we get to break. Prince Glover and Hayes, outstanding attorneys and attorneys that know the law, know the changes in the law, and I think can help. Three four five one two three four. If you need help there, they'll, they'll listen to what you have to say on the telephone and go by 701 Rice Mine Road and visit with them personally. We had Bob on our show uh, to talk the other day about things, and um, his firm has really done well. So their their firm is a little bit of everywhere, not just because they're in Tuscaloosa. They'll do they'll go anywhere and do anything that uh, needs to be done to try to help you. And the big I think the big key for that is they've been very successful. Three four five one two three four Prince Clover and Hayes. Also, Wayne's Pest Control serving over one hundred thousand customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since nineteen seventy three. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests. Wayne's provides world class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today eight six six Wayne's one. Get $60 off your initial pest control service. Listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Former Alabama wide receiver Keith Pugh reflects on Coach Bryant on the 40th anniversary of his passing. Alabama softball players Montana Fouts and Faith Hensley have made USA Softball's Player of the Year Top 50 watch list. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Run it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on US 11 northbound at Hagler Coling Road with minor delays. We got lane blockage on 69 between Union Chapel and Charlie Shirley Road by some heavy equipment. You can expect delays. Business is so good at Townsend Nissan, they need your help in sales and service. Go see BJ or Kylan at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. The radio stations of Town Square Media Tuscaloosa want to make your big game tailgate party better with Pepsi. One winner will win a big game tailgate party with a big 60-inch flat screen television. Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather cool and dry today with a good supply of sunshine, the high 55. Clear tonight with the low at 32. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high 59. Sunday, wet weather is back, cloudy with periods of rain, the high 58. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 34 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 
two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Inside the locker room, first domain condos, a three-bedroom, three-and-a-half-bath condominiums right there in the historic district of downtown Norport. Ten-foot uh, ceilings, large patios with upper-level river views. All the condominiums have direct TV and Internet, which are provided. Uh, granite countertops there. The location is outstanding. You're right there in the historic district of downtown Norport, so you're right there with all the shops uh, the restaurants for the eat you two minutes from downtown Tuscaloosa, five minutes from the University of Alabama. Take a tour today, 205-657-7465. Or go to the website, firstdomaincondos.com. If you decide to rent, tell them you heard on the inside the locker room. Dad, that's one month of free rent. All right. Uh, Dad, I, I would treat this if I were Alabama or any of these teams, kind of like an NCAA game. You're going to play a team that you're not as familiar with, uh, which is when you get the NCAA bid, you're going to end up playing a team. Usually, you're never going to play a team from your conference. Probably somebody you hadn't played during the year. Uh, So you don't really know their true size. You don't really know their two strengths because you don't play them all the time. I guess if I were Alabama or any of these SEC teams, that's kind of how I would approach this weekend. Your thoughts yeah, on that? Yeah, I think it's a good way to approach it. In, in some cases, when you're as good as Alabama is, it good, it's good to – I never did like really particularly play a game during my conference schedule, but in this particular case, you're right. It does uh, get, afford you an opportunity to feel like that you're playing an NCAA team on a neutral court. Of course, it's not a neutral <laughs> court, but uh, on home field. On floor, so yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be helpful at Alabama. It'll be a tough game first half. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Aiden, let's get his uh, picks real quick. I'm gonna run them down. I know he's kind of have, but we, these will be the official picks. We're gonna see who he has winning this uh, Big Twelve SEC matchup. All right, the first game. I think I've heard you say West Virginia, but for the record, Aiden, write this one down. Auburn. At West Virginia, 11 o'clock, who wins? Uh, West Virginia. So he's got West Virginia and Bob Huggins winning. Um, I won't make you pick the Alabama. Well, you've already said Alabama, so we'll give Alabama the win there. Iowa State at Missouri. Be a full hard house. Pick. Yeah, hard pick. Uh, I'll go with the home team, Missouri. All right, so he's going with the SEC there in Missouri. So right now it is uh, two and one SEC. All right, Texas Tech at LSU. Texas Tech's in the very bottom. They're going to LSU. I'm going to take Texas Tech. All right, so that makes it two and two. TCU at Mississippi State. TCU by a landslide. Three and two. TCU goes on the road. I don't know. Mississippi State's a little better than you think. Landslide. Wow, landslide. TCU is good, boy. 
He right. doubled down on that he one. Did, he did. He lands a lot. He didn't even question that one. Arkansas. Woo pig at Baylor. Arkansas gets beat. Arkansas takes the L. Texas. Rick Barnes' old team. We still I'll, I'll, I'll say Tennessee. It's be a tough, close game. I'll say Tennessee. Uh, is, is there some emotion in that game for Rick Barnes? In your opinion? yeah, I think somewhat. When he went back to Austin, they got beat two at Austin. Uh, I think there was a lot of mo- emotion there. I don't. I, I'm sure there still is, but it's a little bit different when you're back at home. But yeah, there is. Uh, Florida at Kansas State. Kansas State will win that one, right? Yep. Kansas State is eleven and zero in the Big Twelve. Yeah, they're good. Seventeen and three. All right, Kansas at Kentucky. Very confusing one here. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to take the home team because I always do usually. So I'll take I'll take uh, Kentucky in this one. Whew. that'd be a big win for Kentucky. That, that'll get them off, Cal. Uh, Ole Miss at Oklahoma State. I'll got to take Oklahoma State. Yeah, at home. Mike Boynton at Oklahoma State. And then that's it. You got two SEC games, Vanderbilt at Texas A&M, who's playing really, really well. And then you got South Carolina at Georgia. All right, Aiden, who is this we got on line five here? Let's get right to the – It's Phillip and Lynette. All right, we'll get right to the uh, Alabama one hotline and get Phillip in. Good morning, Phillip. morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, I, I just wanted to commend Joe for a, a really fantastic article that he wrote that uh, recounted Coach Sanderson's recollections on uh, Coach Bryant's death. It's hard to believe it's been 40 years. I was a senior at Alabama at the time, and 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 that day will be forever a part of my memory. I'm, I remember it vividly to this day. And um, But that was a fantastic article, and I wanted to commend Joe on that, and, and, and uh, I want to thank Coach Sanderson for his memories of that day. But uh, Coach Coaches and uh, Coach Sanderson and, and Barry, I want to ask y'all with um, this second half coming up, Alabama. We've got Tennessee coming up. We've got Auburn twice, Texas A and M. It's going to be tough. Um, Georgia, Georgia's improved. Um, they kind of scare me a little bit. But how how do you guys um, conduct pra- practices from here on out as the season sort of? Coming to a pressurized close, do you do you go shorter? Do you not practice quite as physical? How how did you guys do that, and and how do you view that? That oh, I went hard, but I went very short. And we mm-hmm. talked about it all the time. How much more live legged we be? We might go. In, we might in February, late February, we might go an hour, hour and fifteen minutes. Um, mm-hmm. We do what we need to do as far as getting ready for the opponent, um, and. The walkthrough would be at the end of practice. The rest of our stuff would be full speed, hard as we could go, and we'd be out of there. We we would we we would talk about being live legged versus the other team that we're playing in practice three hours for us. And so mentally, I yeah. thought it helped us a lot. And I know it helped us physically, but I thought it helped us mentally as well. Yeah, Philip, I can remember. Uh, literally, he would put sixty minutes on the clock. And they would turn it on. He says, if you give me everything you got, when that 60-minute runs out, you're gone. I've never seen guys practice so hard in my entire life. <laughs> Just to, you know, <laughs> watching that thing count down and saying, man, we ain't got the 45 minutes left. And they, you know, you don't have to be – I think coaches sometimes overdo You don't have to be in there three hours uh, to get done what you need to get done, especially like you're saying late in the season. 
But you want to watch some guys go hard, put 60 minutes on that clock, tell them if they go hard when that runs out, they're done. They will get after each other and get everything done in a short period of time. That's right. That's right. Well, yeah, I've just always wondered about that. I, I feel like, um, especially in high school football, I've, I've, my son played for LaGrange High School all during his high school career. And, and man, they would go hard all year, and they'd be worn out on Friday night. But um, I just was wondering about that, how, how you guys viewed it. Well, there's all kind of ways to do it, you know, I guess. And some people do it completely different than I did. And, Okay with it. I, I just I didn't want I did not I did not want to lose my game on the practice floor. Right. I wanted, to, I wanted if I was going to get beat, I wanted to get beat on the on the court when I played the team. Yeah, I've right. been around some guys in football, especially they have them out there forever. Then they got to watch it film forever, and it ends up being where the kids don't enjoy it, even at the college level. Uh, they just don't want to oh, be yeah. down there all the time. I think. Sometimes coaches do it because it looks like they're not working if they aren't doing right. it. But I think it's it hurts them more than it helps them, to be honest with you, Philip. Right. And I, I remember watching the football practices and, you know, and, and they'd be scrimmaging out there running plays, you know, like it was spring practice. And in late October, and you'd have half the, half the squad over there on the sidelines just watching. I never, I never understood why you didn't have quarterbacks you know, second, third string quarterbacks warming up on the sidelines, you know, throwing passes and stuff. But, but man, it's going to be a tough second half coming up, and good luck to the Crimson Tide. But, again, commend, uh, I want to commend Joe. That was a fantastic call. Yeah, yep. I'll, I'll pass it along. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, Phil. Have, have uh, yeah, he'd, uh, Joe put an article up on the Tide 109 uh, website. If you want to read that, that uh, had a pretty good heartfelt. It was uh, about – you know, when he found out about Coach Bryant passing away and then the decision that went into still playing the game uh, at UCLA. So you can catch that article right there at the website. I appreciate Philip calling and addressing that. All right, Dan, let's look at Alabama's schedule. Uh, Oklahoma, then they got, looks like to me, three straight winnable SEC games. Uh, Vanderbilt at home, at LSU, and Florida at home. So I, I think they take care of those three. Then probably the two toughest road trips in the league for them just with the rivalry of Alabama Auburn uh, they'll go down there and then they have to turn around and play Tennessee if they're going to slip up it looks like it may be in one of those particular games there yeah that's, that's the only two problems they got and I don't know that Auburn's going to be it'll be a hard game uh, emotional game and Tennessee will be too but uh, you know there's a chance for you to go 18 and 0 which is hard to do um, so those two games are the, are the toughest. The rest of them, you know, they they, they beat Missouri and they beat Arkansas. They didn't have all their people. Missouri didn't either, but they still held down with one anyway. And uh, Kentucky came in not, not very good. You don't have to go back there with the schedule fell. So, it's, so they, got, they got Georgia at home after that. At South Carolina, Georgia. they'll handle those. Arkansas at home, they'll handle that. Auburn at home, you know, anything can happen there. And then they finish up. This is where I think they can certainly drop one at Texas A&M last game of the year. Uh, so they got they got a loss in there. So I don't see them going 18-0, which is fine. Okay. Uh, maybe they can. Uh, but no more than two, maybe one. We'll see. Between Ar- at Auburn, at Tennessee, at Texas A&M, do, they, do you 
do you need to lose one? I guess you don't ever want to lose a game, but sometimes does it help you to lose one? That or oh, I don't think it, I don't think the word just helps you to win, lose one. It, it, it gets your attention a little bit better. That's what you want to call help. Your attention of your team is a little bit better. Um, in actuality, uh, Mississippi State maybe have gotten their attention already. Um, so. I just think it may get your attention, you know, you know, going to a game to lose it to, because you'll be better after that. But uh, No, you don't go into But if you lose one, it's not going to cost you the regular season title. Well, no, it's not. You know, it's not going it's not going to cost you, but it, you know, it you don't want you don't want to play poorly and you don't want to do things that are not fundamentally good in passing and catching and and Turnovers is, is big, it's, you know. Just kind of, you know, if you get beat in a lack of days goal, uh, then you got some punishment coming with your team. Just like there was some fussing that went on in the first first half of the Mississippi State game. Uh, Sears didn't come in quite ready to play. Like he's been very, very good, better than I ever thought. And uh, Charles Bayako didn't play a lick. And, uh, but you know, they got the other big guy from South Carolina that could go back and block shots and catch and catch balls and dunk them. So that dribble drive and lob pass is really good in their offense. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. Get back. We'll wrap up the show. You listen to Ty Butter Point Down at Home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on US 11 northbound at Hagler Coling Road with minor delays. We got lane blockage on 69 between Union Chapel and Charlie Shirley Road by some heavy equipment. You can expect delays. Business is so good at Townsend Nissan, they need your help in sales and service. Go see BJ or Kylan at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Football is back, and no one does it better than the sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. This season, you can watch the games with nothing on the line. Boring. Or- the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood, wood treated right. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Men's basketball improved to 8-0 in SEC play with a Wednesday night victory against Mississippi State. Following the win and ahead of Saturday's game at Oklahoma, head coach Nate Oates met with the media. Figure out how to win a, a close game, especially when you're down. I, mean, I told our guys two years ago when we won the SEC championship, you know, in the tournament, in the semifinal, we're down 15 to Tennessee. you got to figure out how, how to win games that aren't going, going your way. I mean, we shot 18% from three and couldn't buy a bucket and still figured out how to, how to beat a pretty good team. I mean, I know their record doesn't say they're good, but I, I still think they're a good team. I think they're going to upset some people. They play really hard. They, they had, shoot, they had us down 10. So they, uh, or shoot, they had us down 11, I think, at one point. So it's a quality team, but we'll, at this point, we'll take a win. I'll have more in a moment. Producing championship quality lumber is not an easy process, but at Everwood Treatment Company, it's our only process. Wood treated right. Everwood is championship quality lumber for decks, outdoor structures, commercial jobs, and more that you can build your reputation on. No rot, no decay, no termites, no problems. Just wood treated right. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama 
Alabama Crimson Tide. We've got you covered for Alabama men's basketball at Oklahoma on Saturday in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. Tip-off is set for 1 p.m. Central from Norman, Oklahoma, and our coverage on the radio will begin at noon. You can listen, of course, across our radio network, as well as the Varsity Network app streaming worldwide. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Everwood. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler Jeep Dodge and Ram and Pearl River Resort. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. 100.9 Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room, Alabama One. We talked with Mike Brown in the first hour. If you're looking for home, a mortgage insurance, uh, I'm sorry, mortgage, vehicle loan, credit card, Alabama One is where you want to go. These people take great care of you. They do for me all three. www.alabamaone.org. Go by any one of the local branches when you sit down. You'll understand these people are outstanding. They'll take great care of you. All right, Dad, what you got planned for the weekend? Oh, not much of anything. I'm just going to watch basketball tomorrow and football Sunday, and that's about it. I don't have any. You play? You got a game? Yeah, we got a game. We've had a lot of guys sick. I hadn't had had four guys out from practice and hadn't practiced since the last game. So when do y'all play? When do y'all play? Uh, tonight at Hell County, and then tomorrow actually at one o'clock at uh, home against Gordo. So uh, okay. then we got one more. So anyway, that'll be it. Uh, Aiden, appreciate you jumping in for us uh, this morning, and uh, we got to get the walk up music right. I should I should have done a better job, uh, but we'll we'll get it done. It's poor coaching. Poor coaching. Poor coaching. That's right. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Have a great weekend, everybody.
Thank you for listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.